This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Monday, June 27th, 2022, and breaking news, religious liberty wins at the Supreme Court. Project Veritas reveals that Democrat Senate candidates are urging leftist sleeper cells to run as Republicans and fund themselves with drug money? What? Texas GOP rep Myra Flores says Nancy Pelosi pushed her daughter and has an incredible reaction. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show, starting today with breaking news just this hour. Supreme Court religious liberty victory, a massive victory at the Supreme Court for religious liberty. Supreme Court size 6-3 with high school football coach and his right to pray at games in the First Amendment case. This decision was written by Neil Gorsuch, and the winds just keep on coming, raining down from heaven like manna, like golden, delicious manna from heaven. The Supreme Court striking down Roe v. Wade on Friday and also upholding Second Amendment rights on Thursday. Donald Trump told us you'd get sick of winning. You'd get so sick of winning, you'd say, I can't, I can't take it anymore. I'm so sick of this winning. And here we are. Here we are. Here's what the ruling said. The court ruled that the district, the school district, violated the coach's free speech and free exercise rights when it barred him from praying on the field after games. Neil Gorsuch, who wrote the deciding opinion here, again, a 6-3 decision with Roberts, Thomas, Alito, and Amy Coney Barrett. Whew, man. Monday, ladies and gentlemen, siding with Gorsuch in this opinion, saying respect for religious expression is indispensable to life in a free and diverse republic. Whether those expressions take place in a sanctuary or on the field, and whether they manifest through the spoken word or a bowed head. This is, of course, correct ruling because on our currency, it says in God we trust. If you walk through Washington, D.C., you will see God emblazoned on many federal buildings, many federal archives, many federal documents on the very walls of the Lincoln Memorial or the Washington Monument or in Congress where you can look up inside of the rotunda of Congress and see God up there in the heavens. You can see that America has a foundational Christian, Judeo-Christian belief system, and that is based on our very founding documents, the first document, the original founding document, but then all the preceding founding documents, it says that we are created in God's image and that our lives have value and that our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness shall not be infringed by a government because we were given these by our creator. These are natural rights. Natural rights are rights that you got from God that you don't get from the government. That's why the Second Amendment is a natural right. You have a right to defend yourself. The Second Amendment is a warning to the government. Not to you, not to gun manufacturers. Second Amendment isn't a warning to the citizens, it's a warning to the government to not infringe on our natural rights to self-defense. And the Supreme Court is taking a wholly new approach. The Supreme Court for the last 50 years, to the shame of many Republicans who put justices on the courts, including the Bush family, 
who put on uh, David Souter, including even Ronald Reagan, who put on Sandra Day O'Connor. Shame on him. The reason that Roe v. Wade wasn't overturned 20 years ago was because of the Bush family and their horrible Supreme Court picks. Justice Roberts being among them, but Justice Roberts has sided with the conservative majority, with the constitutionalist majority, conservative Democrat really doesn't matter. It's your interpretation of the Constitution. Is the Constitution a rock-solid document that should guide our principles, or is the Constitution a living thing that should be shredded up? It's not worth the paper that it's printed on. And this court is beginning a return to strict constitutionalism and stating that free speech and free practice of religion doesn't somehow end inside of an invisible wall around a public school, right? And I hate saying the term public school. I will strike that from the show. It's called a government school, a government-funded school. That's what it is. You're sending your kids to government school. It's not public school. It's government school. By the way, another massive win this weekend as the Arizona Senate passed a bill, the first bill in American history, to allow 100% funding of the parents, not the systems. So the children get funded, not the system in Arizona, and Governor Doug Ducey will probably sign this into law this coming week. It will give $7,000 to each child for the parents to send that child to a school of their choice. So get ready. Turning Point Academy is starting in Arizona. I think that Arizona is suddenly going to become like the epicenter for religious schools or for technical schools or for uh, special charter schools that will actually educate your children and not desecrate your children as government-funded education filled with communist woke teachers who wish to indoctrinate your children will do. And this is a massive win. This coach just wanted to pray on the football field, and now he'll get to do so. Again, this decision saying that he can bow his head on the field and pray with his football team, and that just because you're inside of a government-funded school doesn't somehow mean your constitutional rights to the practice of your religion gets ripped away from you. This being stated by the Supreme Court, which is just a few blocks away from the federal uh, mint that mints God onto every single piece of our currency, idiots, morons. The separation of separation of church and state, that doesn't mean that if you're on government property, you don't get to have a religion anymore that your god suddenly vaporizes whether it is the you know whether it's a christian god or whether you're hindu or whether you're a buddhism or whether you're a muslim doesn't just mean your god evaporates and your beliefs evaporate because you're on a federal piece of property inside of a federal building again most federal buildings have the word god emblazoned on them along with our founding documents which are preserved under glass for nicholas cage to steal inside of the national archives so huge massive win here we'll cover more as this story develops but we thought we'd start the show with another big w are you sick of winning yet project veritas clearly isn't project veritas this weekend revealed a bombshell story from a Democrat Senate candidate in South Carolina urging leftist sleeper cells to run as Republican and use drug money in order to fund their campaigns. It's too good. It's too good. Remember this last month when Elon Musk announced that he would be turning Twitter into a free speech company and that speech would be legal on the platform once more? Remember the demon screams from the left as they writhed and ripped their garments because there would be a place where conservatives might speak freely? Well, that's because the left knows that censorship 
and destroying conservative thoughts and ripping conservative websites down from the internet is one of their most powerful tools. It always is for the communist. That's why we host BennyJohnson.com and this show through RightForge. RightForge is the only internet server company that allows for free speech and will protect American virtues like freedom of association and thought. RightForge is the internet server company that protects the American internet and they are building their new internet right now. I totally recommend that you take your company and your products online over to RightForge at RightForge.com. RightForge.com, the real American internet. All right, let me tell you a little bit about the video and then we'll play you the video. So an audio released by Project Veritas on Sunday, it said that South Carolina Democrat state rep and U.S. Senate candidate Crystal Matthews, Crystal Matthews, so she's a elected Democrat in South Carolina and she's running for the United States Federal Senate. She's urging Democrats to run as Republicans in order to rig the elections against Republicans in order to get fake Republicans in office so they'll vote with Democrats. Does this sound anything like John Cornyn last week voting to advance red flag laws and voting to advance gun confiscation? The Senate sure as hell does. This sound like what Dr. Oz is doing in Pennsylvania? Real shame up there. We haven't really covered enough on this show, but our good friend Jack Persobic, who's from Pennsylvania, is going ham. And now it looks like Dr. Oz is in a very bad shape in this race. We'll see what happens. We'll see if Donald Trump can swoop in and save him. But we've seen how people like Mitt Romney will vote against his own party, even if he's the only one. He voted for an article of impeachment. He was the only Republican to do so. And the question you have to ask yourself is, is this an actual national strategy for Democrats? Are they trying to get these people elected? We know that Democrats are running ads in favor of MAGA Republicans. That's true. We covered that story two weeks ago. Democrats are running ads in various swing districts in favor of MAGA Republicans in primaries because they think they'll be easier to beat. Hmm. How did that work out for you in 2016? You remember the compilation of all of the various members of the media begging Donald Trump to run? Stephen Colbert begging Donald Trump to run. John Oliver begging Donald Trump to want to run. Please run. Please run. How did that work out for you? <laughs> absolute chodes. Well, so here we have a chode who's clearly running for Senate and is stupid enough to be recorded in a conversation that she was having with an inmate at the Perry Correctional Institution, a jail, which reportedly took place on February 15th, 2022. The state Democrat runoff election takes place on Tuesday, June 28th. So here's what she said. We need some secret sleepers, Matthew said. We need them to run as the other side, even though they're for our side. We need people to run as Republicans in these local elections. This is the only way you're going to change the dynamics in South Carolina. So what she's doing is advocating election fraud. She's advocating that people who are not Republicans run as Republicans, lie to their voter base, and then get elected and then vote against the party that they were elected to represent. And some of these uh, uh, terms, like for instance, a Senate term is six years. So if let's say somebody actually was able to do this, well, then you're stuck with them for six freaking years. They can vote against you for six straight years and destroy your party. So this is actually a big, this is actually a really big thing. Later in the conversation, Matthew was heard encouraging donations to her campaign with funds received through illegal activities like drug sales, or straw donations, which according to Project Veritas Action, are political contributions made to candidates under another name. 
this action is illegal. So she goes and says, we should be funding these campaigns and my campaigns with drug money. Just drop the bag off and I don't have to ask who took it. Or funnel the money through other various entities because there are tip, there are typically, you know, you can, uh, I'm not sure about the state campaigns, but certainly on federal campaigns, there are maximums that you can donate, right? So you can max out to a candidate by donating $2,500 or $5,000 depending on the race. So you can max out. And so let's say I like a candidate, I donate $5,000. That's my max. That's all I can do personally. That's all I can do as an individual. I maxed out to that person because there are federal limits on that. If I were able to give them money through other avenues, that's illegal. You can go to jail for that. If I were able to like fund them by, by leaving bags of cash all over, well, I'm violating federal law. And so you can go to prison for doing that. And people do actually quite regularly. This is too good to be true. <laughs> run, run Democrats as Republicans and fund them with drug money. But once again, we, 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 don't even, we don't even question James O'Keefe anymore because it's just, again, pure gold. James O'Keefe dropping pure gold. We'd, we think it's too good to be true. And then you listen to the tape and you realize, wow, we're just that lucky. Check this out from Project Veritas. Need some secret sleepers. Like you need, we need them to run as the other side, even though they for our side. And we need right, them to win. Right. We need people to run as Republicans in these local elections. And this is the only way you're going to change the the dynamics in South Carolina. We can battle them in public all day, as long as we know we're working for the same goal. For me, right. I feel like y'all, we need sleepers. When we get enough of us in there, we can wreak havoc and have it for real from the inside out. Then we can flip some yeah. from the inside out. We gotta take back some of these seats, especially in these local elections. We need a group of sleepers. And I still gotta struggle to raise money for my campaign. Where the f is my black people with money? I don't care about no dope money. Give me that dope boy money. Where the f is dope? Where the duffel bag boys? Get you find you somebody in your family that don't even know you donating to my campaign and put that shit under their name. Honestly, these ain't the same type of black people that I grew up around. I don't right. recognize these right, black right. so I don't black because I don't understand the type of black that they are. Now, can I talk intelligently? Can I? I could be listen. I can move in all kind of circles, but I'm a heart. I love black people. I feel safest around my people. I'm very much a in a lot of ways, but I know how to turn it off and turn it on. You know, I I know how to I know how to be in certain spaces. You know, you right, gotta right. be able to turn it off and turn it on. Right. We need some folks that can wear all black at night and take their yard signs down when they when they sleeping. We ain't gotta mm -hmm. make a bunch of noise about it. We ain't gotta we ain't gotta go mm -hmm. live about it. Just don't say shit. just like when somebody drop money and you pick it up. You pick that <laughs> shit up and keep walking. Right. Crystal Matthews, who you just heard on that call advocating for breaking multiple federal laws. Multiple federal laws. This is just off the top of our head. And this show, thank you, by the way, for your support of this show. We deeply appreciate it. It's you who keep us going. We broadcast this show for free every single morning. We put a ton of research into it. And we thank you. We just want to encourage you. Please like or subscribe uh, if you are watching this show. That's the best thing you can do to help us out. And consider sharing this show uh, with your friends because that's how we grow. And this show has been taken off like a rocket ship. And we just want to say thank you. This is us. This is a community. This is all of us together. And I'm going to 
<laughs> I'm going to be covering every single morning these stories you won't get anywhere else. The stories that you need to know about to be smart. And this is certainly one of them. Crystal Matthews breaking tons of federal laws here. So off the top of our head, off the top of our head, she's breaking laws for federal financing. You can't fund There are strict rules on how you fund your elections, and you can't just drop a bag somewhere or use drug money, as she's saying. You can't desecrate someone else's yard signs. She's arguing that they should go through and wreck the yard signs of other people. And you can't run as a Republican if you're not a Republican and lie to your voters. You can't do that. Again, there are multiple federal laws are being broken here. And thanks to your support, thanks to you watching this program, we have the resources to really get our journalists out there. We have a growing team here on The Benny Show of real journalists who are going to be asking real questions of powerful people. And we just want to say thank you for that. So the first thing we're going to be doing this week, and we already have, is talk to the South Carolina Attorney General. The Attorney General of South Carolina will be hopefully telling us whether Crystal Matthews has now been disqualified from her race. Will she be charged? When will she be going to prison? When will she have to face the allegations in this phone call in a court of law? Because she's clearly breaking at least three federal laws, maybe hundreds more. We're currently in the month of June 2022. June 6th, 1944 was the infamous D-Day landing, something that changed the history of the world. Do you know that not since that landing has the S&P 500 had a worse start to their year? Not since World War II have stocks been hammered so hard in this nation. We were at global war before we had such a plunge in the stock market. Amazon down 37%, Tesla down 40%, and crypto just decimated. Now is the time, ladies and gentlemen, to start thinking about protecting what you own, what you have earned. And my recommendation is to consider precious metals. And the only company to do that with is Birch Gold. They're the only people that I trust. They can help you convert your IRA or 401k into a gold and silver backed IRA and 401k. A precious metal is something that has retained its value for all time. So it doesn't matter if it's world wars or if it's Joe Biden as president, this is a commodity that retains its value. I recommend Birch Gold because my family personally uses them to help diversify our finances. And I could not be happier with the service we received. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free zero obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax sheltered account. Ladies and gentlemen, make your finances Joe Biden proof. Text Benny to 989898 and go gold. Man, you start getting into one federal statute, you're talking like 20. Every one federal statute has like 20 extra crimes added onto it if you are caught breaking them. So let's see whether this corrupt Democrat gets kicked off the ballot and kicked directly into prison where she belongs for openly advocating the insurrection of a political party, violation of federal campaign financing, probably 50 violations there, and then the destruction of her opponent's campaign material. Again, on that call, she says, we need some folks who can wear black at night and they effing kick the yard signs down while they sleeping. Got it. Okay, well, 
That, along with the fact that Matthews is clearly a racist, based on some words I'm definitely not going to repeat, and based on her saying, I feel safest around my people, uh, I love black people, uh, using, you know, the N-word repeatedly. All right. Uh, not going to quote her. Let's just say, clearly racist there. Uh, if you... <laughs> you were to flip that around, boy, oh boy, talk about the la- my last day on uh, social media. So that would be the reason to investigate and to kick her out of the race. This is what the South Carolina, a Republican-run supermajority state, the Attorney General of South Carolina needs to open an investigation immediately into this clearly wretched candidate. Why would someone like Crystal Matthews want to have Democrats running as Republicans? Well, Probably because the Republican Party is ascendant. The Republican Party is doing amazing work right now, in spite of some stupid decisions, like as we covered last week, pushing red flag laws and more gun control. The Republican Party has been swinging for the fences and winning in districts around the country, but most notably inside of the suburbs, which Donald Trump lost by a wide margin. College educated inside the suburbs. Those people are starting to feel the squeeze. They're the parents with families and kids who need to go to soccer practice, and they are abdicating from the Democrat Party to the Republican Party. Here, the AP News telling us that more than one million voters switched to the GOP in a dire warning to Democrats. This is probably why uh, Ms. Matthews in South Carolina is considering switching her party to Republican in order to sabotage us because more than one million voters switched to GOP in warning to Democrats. We added this story uh, very quickly at, uh, at the beginning of the show. And so we don't have the story to put on your screen. The political shift is beginning to take hold across the U.S. as tens of thousands of suburban swing voters who helped fuel the Democrat Party's gains in recent years are becoming Republicans. More than one million voters across 43 states have switched to the Republican Party last year, according to voter registration analyzed by the Associated Press. Again, not a right-wing pollster firm. The previous unreported number reflects a phenomenon of this playing out virtually in every region of the country. Democrats and Republican states, along with the cities and small towns, in the period since Joe Biden replaced former President Donald Trump. It's more so a rejection of the left than an embrace of the right. I'll take it, says 37-year-old professional counselor who's transitioned away from the Democrat Party began five or six years ago. The AP examined nearly 1.7 million voters who had likely switched affiliations across 42 states. 1.7 million voters, so it's more like 2 million voters abdicating. Uh, And saying that the 1.7 million voters who changed their party affiliate, boy, that's a buried lead. You call that a buried lead in the industry. So it says... Two-thirds of the 1.7 million voters who changed their party affiliation shifted to Republican Party. Got it. In all, more than 1 million people became Republican, and 600,000 became Democrats. That's a little tough for a party that controls the House, Senate, and the White House. Well, well, well. Normally, what would happen is people would shift toward the dominant party in order to get their opinions expressed, and now they are shifting actually away from what would be the dominant party, if you consider control of two chambers of government, the executive branch and the legislative branch, as AOC would say, four, five, or six chambers of government. The Supreme Court now quite solidly constitutionally conservative, uh, and so I guess libs cry more. And coming this fall, (laughs) a sign of things to come, Republicans are going to strike a red meteorite directly into the DNC from the red planet, causing a red... 
implosion. I don't know. Tsunami. People say red tsunami. It's going to be the red wave. That's not big enough. The terms aren't big enough. It must be red supernova from the red planet. That's what must happen. That's what we say. Red wave, far too small. You can say I went to the beach this weekend with my kids. I stood there and waves hit me, didn't knock me over. This is going to be a seismic, biblical shift. Our side is ascendant. The great awakening is here. And ladies and gentlemen, we are here for it. We are normal people, both sides of the aisle, liberals, Republicans, the new right, the new left is what I call them. I am a member of the new right. The new left is like Tulsi Gabbard. And we have a lot of things in common, more in common than we care to admit. The number one thing we have in common is leave me the hell alone. That's why liberals should be praising the Roe decision, because the Roe decision actually says that the federal government has no say in a woman's health care. Do you not understand this? Are you not looking through the paradigm? Hey, Lib, why are you in favor of the federal government interjecting themselves into women's health care? You should be against that. That is not the way. Obamacare is not the way. Roe v. Wade is not the way. So you should actually, liberals, classic liberals, should be cheering that Roe v. Wade was struck down because that doesn't mean a one-size-fits-all for women's health care. That actually means more localized control, and that's what liberals should be for, right? No. Because the left has morphed into something fascist. Fascistic left means the federal government forcing down on all of us a one-size-fits-all policy, and that's awful. So, Lib, why are you against the federal government returning women's rights to localized governance and direct democracy? Wouldn't that be what you should be for? A Lib would scream at me and say, no, because my body, my choice. And so I would say in response to my body, my choice, well, so are you against vaccine mandates? Because I agree with you, my body, my choice on vaccine mandates. And the Lib would say, no, women's rights. We are limiting a woman's rights to choose. And I, to that, I would say, what is a woman? <laughs> Rending the garments. <laughs> They're so upset and their logic is so circular that it's like a tight, tight little circle. It's like a, just a really tight little circular logic. And it's easy to just go, just a few simple questions and you get galaxy brain. Somebody who definitely has galaxy brain, someone who is definitely a galaxy unto herself is Myra Flores. Myra Flores is the newest member of Congress. Of course, we've covered her magnificent win in Texas. She won in a seat that hasn't been held by a Republican ever in an area of Texas that hasn't been represented by a Republican since Reconstruction after the Civil War. And so Democrats, man, they be mad about Myra Flores and Nancy Pelosi proving that she is mad enough to attack, I said it, attack Myra Flores' oldest daughter. It's insane. Okay, maybe attack is too harsh. Yo, listen, I'll show you the video right now. You tell me, what does this look like? Uh, we wanted our pastor to come into the picture. Pastor? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. 
That's shopify.com slash system. Look at this. Look at it. Do you see that? The, the people's elbow. You see this? Nancy Pelosi elbowing that little girl. I don't actually know. What's her name? Elbowing that little girl. She's the daughter of Myra Flores. This is a tradition where uh, when you get elected into Congress. There you go, Sam. Perfect. Put it up on screen. Perfect. So look at this. Look at this. There is no doubt in my mind that this is... It's on video, guys. She is making physical contact with the girl, shoving her over with her elbow, her bony Skeletor elbow, vampire elbow. She's pushing the girl out of the photo... This is a tradition uh, that the Speaker of the House takes photos with the members of Congress, right? This happens every single Congress. So there's nothing non-normal about Pelosi taking a photo with them. This happens all the time. But what's not normal is that Nancy Pelosi, Miss I am an advocate for children and immigrants, is sitting there using her razor-sharp vampire elbows to stab Myra Flores's little daughter, first-generation American, Mexican-American daughter to the side. Myra Flores had this to say. I'm so proud of my strong, beautiful daughter for not allowing this to phase her, she said in a tweet. She continued with a smile and to pose for the picture like a queen. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi behaving like an undead vampire that sleeps in a coffin. The video shows Pelosi waving off someone to someone off camera as she looks down to Flores' daughter standing next to her. She extends her elbow at the same time as the child moves to the side. Well, I think that's a very, I think that's a very uh, uh, courteous writing of that by Fox News. I said that Nancy Pelosi elbowed her kid to get out of the photo, and then Nancy Pelosi is a witch. No child should be pushed to the side for photo op, period, uh, Flores added in the tweet. Flores will be joining us soon. We know it for a live. We have asked her. She's very busy, but we will be bringing you uh, Myra Flores' response to this live soon. We cannot wait for it. We're in communication with her office. Again, thanks to your support. So you can see there Nancy Pelosi, again, always advocating for the children. It's always for the children, right? It's always, it's always for a migrant. I am a champion of migrant communities and the children. Unless, of course, uh, Nancy Pelosi is driving an elbow directly into that child's face while her husband drunk drives rampaging through the migrant workers, uh, hitting migrant workers at traffic stops in Napa, California, as they head in to pick his vineyards and the wine from his vineyards. The, the Pelosi family, real advocates, real advocates for immigrants. A reminder, I will be at Paul Pelosi's arraignment. Paul Pelosi's arraignment is in Napa Valley at, uh, on August 3rd, I believe is the date, and I have already booked my tickets. <laughs> Thanks to your support, we'll be there covering Paul Pelosi's arraignment live now. So, ladies and gentlemen, will be very, very fun. We're going to be going there. We're going to be yelling at Paul Pelosi. We are. We're going to be yelling at Paul Pelosi. We'll see. We'll see. If there is an exclusive interview to be had when Paul Pelosi gets booked for drunk driving, he may get prison time, by the way. He's going to be charged for drunk driving. So Paul Pelosi may have to spend time in jail. 
So at least one member of the American globalist elite will be going to prison. Somebody who is absolutely not taking a victory lap is Paul Pelosi. Somebody who is, is taking a victory lap right now is Donald Trump. Donald Trump this weekend was speaking at a rally in Illinois, and he was spiking the football. I mean, you could pray now, thanks to the Supreme Court. You can pray after a football game. And Donald Trump has taken that football because of his Supreme Court and spiking it right in the middle of the field as the players pray because, you know what, that's their constitutional right. And as little innocent babies, little innocent babies no longer have to be on death row in many states in America. Donald Trump celebrated the Supreme Court overruling Roe versus Wade during a rally in Illinois on Saturday. He also endorsed Republicans running. The court handed down a victory for the Constitution, a victory for the rule of law, and a victory for life. Trump told the crowd of supporters in Adams County Fairground uh, in Menden, Illinois, referencing Friday's abortion decision. Donald Trump, of course, nominated Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett, who voted to overturn Roe. Here's what Donald Trump had to say this weekend. We've got some very big news, don't we? We have very big news. Maybe the biggest, right from the United States Supreme Court. Yesterday, the court handed down a victory for the Constitution, a victory for the rule of law, and above all, a victory for life. This breakthrough is the answer to the prayers of millions and millions of people. And these prayers have gone on for decades. For decades and decades, they've been praying. And now those prayers have been answered to the generations of Americans in the pro-life movement, as well as countless constitutional conservatives. Your boundless love, sacrifice, and devotion has finally been rewarded in full. Congratulations and great time. I love the guys. I love the guys behind him going, yeah, with the sign. <laughs> Those guys are at like every Trump rally. They have these big shirts that say blacks for Trump. They've been at like Trump rallies for years. I remember those guys in like 2015 when Trump was running. They are true believers. We'll see if we can ever get like those guys to come on the show. It'd be really fun to interview and see like, do you just travel? Is this like a full-time job? You just travel to stand behind Donald Trump and go, yeah, I love those guys. Anyway, Donald Trump has every reason to celebrate. It is clear that without a Trump presidency, the court would be deciding 6-3 against the second amendment, 6-3 against the right to life, 6-3 against the right to religious liberty. And so we say, thank you, President Trump. You may have differences with President Trump. I certainly don't think the presidency was perfect, but I can tell you this, this is a perfect result of Donald Trump's presidency. And as we played you the clip on Friday, Donald Trump said, hey, with his debates with Hillary Clinton, I'm going to appoint Supreme Court nominees who will vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. He straight up said it, and he wasn't lying. Man made good on his words, promises made, promises kept. Somebody who is not keeping her promise to be even remotely sane uh, when she got to Congress, and maybe she never even promised, maybe she never even promised that. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> we've been following Ocasio-Cortez's career for a very long time, and she's never made a promise to be sane. She's always made a promise to be absolutely bat bleep crazy. Ocasio-Cortez saying that the Supreme Court justices who lied about Roe v. Wade should be impeached. Impeach them! Is this an insurrection, Ocasio-Cortez? It sounds like you're going 
insurrection on the Supreme Court justices because you're violating the sanctity and sovereignty of a branch of the government. And that's an insurrection, you know, when the people rise up against a branch of the government that's lawfully there. That's just an insurrection. But here's what AOC had to say out of her extremely... I mean, we're not talking low IQ here. We're talking like somebody who should have her phone taken away from her. Uh, AOC saying that, and this was on Sunday's NBC's Meet the Press, the Supreme Court justices who lied about Roe v. Wade as the court case was sent to the precedent, as the court case that set the precedent for abortion, unlimited abortion nationwide, uh, should get impeached. Hmm. Ocasio-Cortez said, we had two conservative senators in the United States Supreme, in the United States Senate, Senator Manchin and Collins, come out with a very explosive allegation that several Supreme Court justices misled them. Oh my, you are not fighting with dry powder here, all right? You are not getting a full set of waffle fries from Chick-fil-A when it comes to AOC and her logic here. And we'll get into it in just a moment, but why not play you the clip first? AOC, ladies and gentlemen. That they can now lie to duly elected members of the United States Senate in order to secure Supreme Court uh, nomin- uh, confirmations and, and, and seats on the Supreme Court. This do you think lying, is what we're do you think lying in a confirmation a, a, hearing is an impeachable offense? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. I believe lying under oath is an impeachable offense. Um, I believe that violating federal law in not disclosing income from political organizations, as Clarence Thomas uh, mm-hmm. did years ago, is also potentially an impeachable offense. I believe that um, that not recusing uh, from cases that one clearly has family members involved in uh, with very deep violations of conflict of interest are also impeachable offenses. And I believe that this is something that should be very seriously considered, uh, including by member by senators like Joe Manchin and Susan Collins. Please, I'm begging you, Democrat Party, make her the face of your party. I'm begging you, continue to promote her. Continue. I want that woman in charge of all Democrat messaging forever. And this is a major crisis for the Democrats because most people in this country don't think that when a body, judicial body, or anybody, Congress, rules against you or you lose one, that you just decide to burn the place down. Because that's what an actual insurrectionist is. And this is the communist, by the way. This is the way that fascists work. Whether it's the Reichstag in Germany or whether it's the royal family in Russia, whether it's the Romanovs in Russia, uh, we all know what happened to them when the communists got a hold of them. Ladies and gentlemen, the communists must eliminate all threats to their power. And even if an institution as old and as staid and as soaked in tradition and pomp like the Supreme Court is, even if that institution ruled in favor of cultural Marxists for the last 50 freaking years, which is exactly what you've gotten. I mean, you've gotten like a wild, wild far left swing to the court over 50 years. Again, shame on George H.W. and George W. Bush for allowing that. Even if this institution has voted in favor of leftist 
prescriptions and policies, making up constitutional rights out of nothing. I mean, out of nothing. You're talking about it's you're talking about it's easier to say that there's a reality tied to the fairy godmother in Cinderella when she waves her wand. Okay, and fairy godmother also wearing like a long sort of robe-like outfit. Uh, as it is for the libs on the Supreme Court over the last 50 years to wave their wand and the fairy dust, just out of the fairy dust, appears the right to an abortion. The right to kill your child just appears, just appears out of their wand. There is no constitutional basis, no constitutional grounding, and the only purpose of the Supreme Court is to preserve the rights and the traditions that were enumerated inside of the Constitution, not to make up new rights wholesale because of the political whims and wins of the moment. If you had that, then you would have whew, every other failed, every other failed republic around the world, which the Supreme Court is just essentially like a cultural and political cudgel for the powers that be. You do not want that. So AOC here is stating that the Supreme Court needs to be done away with because she is a Marxist, because AOC is behaving simply like all Marxists do. As soon as the institution is no longer ruling in your favor or behaving in a way that gives you and cedes you further power, then that institution must be destroyed. Let's make a list of institutions that must be destroyed from the far left. The church, that's, I mean, first to go. The church, the nuclear family, Congress, the Electoral College, the Supreme Court, the presidency. Wait till Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump walk into the presidency in 2024. You, oh, you just wait. And then they elect, like, not elect, then they nominate two more Supreme Court justices. <laughs> oh, man. Well, just, I mean, wait. Uh, you know, wait. Wait until Victor Davis Hanson or Thomas Sowell, uh, you know, are made justices on the Supreme Court. <laughs> I'm here for it. You th you think you've seen the meltdown yet? You see, you think you've seen the like the salty tear, the rivers of salty tears. Wait, and then what they'll do is they'll renew a call for the you know for the elimination of the the presidency. Anything for power. That's what these people do. And by the way, <laughs> speaking of inconvenient to the left, Jelaine Maxwell is on Suicide Watch again. Just in case you haven't seen this movie the first time around, here we go. Jelaine Maxwell, of course, the madame for Jeffrey Epstein, placed on Suicide Watch ahead of sentencing. Jelaine Maxwell has been placed on Suicide Watch just days before her sentencing hearing, despite not being suicidal, her attorney announced. Maxwell, who was convicted of helping ex-lover Jeffrey Epstein sexually abuse girls, is scheduled to have a sentencing hearing on Tuesday. Prosecutors are pushing for sentencing between 30 and 55 years for Maxwell, who's 60, so that means that Maxwell will spend the rest of her life in prison. Well, that's convenient for the people on uh, Jelaine Maxwell's little list. Jelaine Maxwell's list includes the clients of Jeffrey Epstein, who are just as criminal as Jeffrey Epstein. I'm sorry, man. Like, when you bring down a drug kingpin, you can also take the people who used those drugs and put them in jail, too. So think about it that way. It's a criminal enterprise, and the people who were clients of Jeffrey Epstein, who we know Bill Clinton and Bill Gates, were, well, let's bring them down too. And it seems like they wish to bring down Jelaine Maxwell before uh, she can write a tell-all book from jail. Where's her lip? Jelaine, what do you have to lose? That's our, uh, what do you have to lose? Out these monsters. I don't, are there Republicans on there? Are there people that I 
used to respect on there. I wouldn't respect that. Like, I, bring them down. Bring them down. I don't care who's on that list. I want to know who are your clients. Here's what happened. So Ms. Maxwell was abruptly moved from general population and returned to solitary confinement, this time without any clothing, toothpaste, soap, legal papers, etc. She was provided a suicide smock and given a few sheets of toilet paper on request. They continue in the letter. This morning, a psychologist evaluated Ms. Maxwell and determined she is not suicidal. Currently, she is unable to properly prepare for sentencing, the lawyer contended. If Ms. Maxwell remains on suicide watch, it is, prohibit- it is prohibited from reviewing legal materials prior to sentencing, becomes sleep-deprived, and is denied sufficient time to meet with her counsel. This will be formally moving Monday for an adjournment. This is a letter according to her lawyer saying what has happened to Jelaine Maxwell. Just seems a little too convenient, ladies and gentlemen, a little too convenient. So what you have, what I believe it was happening with Jeffrey Epstein is a honeypot operation where you are honeypotting various powerful people, various politically powerful people. Our intelligence agencies have been known to do this. And then once they were caught, just like with, just like with running guns to Mexico, to try and arm the cartels in order to figure out drug trafficking. These horrible schemes by the dumbest people in America. By the way, I lived in D.C. for 15 years. The dumbest people in America live in Washington, D.C. These stupid... You you have this false faith that there's like experts in charge. If COVID has taught us anything, it's that there's no one in charge. COVID has taught us that the experts, the so-called public health experts, are the stupidest and actually malevolent people in America. There's nobody in charge. The people coming up with these schemes are idiots. I think they got in too deep with Jeffrey Epstein. Nobody can explain to me where Jeffrey Epstein's billions came from. Nobody can explain to me like where all this money and power and wealth, where does it all come from? Nah, man. Jeffrey Epstein was a front. Jeffrey Epstein was an op. And they got in too deep. And suddenly in, in Mexico... In Fast and Furious, remember this with Eric Holder and Obama, the guns start being turned on Americans and they, it gets wildly out of control. They arm the cartels and the cartel starts killing Americans. And there are people, Americans, who died because our federal government funded cartels. And there, I think this Jeffrey Epstein thing got way too far, went way too far. You're seeing that, uh, and this wouldn't be the first time, that the three-letter agencies have been involved in horrific sexual abuse the USA Gymnastics team is suing the FBI for billions of dollars, billions of dollars, because the FBI looked the other way uh, or and was like complicit, actually, in the abuse by Larry Nasser of these girls. So not me on the pale. And, uh, you know, that's what I personally believe. That's my opinion. My opinion is that Jeffrey Epstein was an op and they were trying to honeypot people and they were trying to get information on people and c- catch them in compromising positions. And this is why you'll never see the videotapes from Little St. James. Little St. James has a bunch of cameras on it. Where, where are those cameras? Where's the footage? I want to know. Who was on that island? Bob Menendez, senator from New Jersey, was flying to that island. So was Bill Clinton. So was Bill Gates. So was half the powerful people you know. This was an operation. And now they need to, they need to tie it all up, so to speak. Pun intended with Jeffrey Epstein and Jelaine Maxwell. So we hope that Jelaine Maxwell just spills her guts and starts telling... Uh, the world about all these powerful people and what they did, and uh, they should all burn. Every single one of them should be charged. That's what we believe. 
We believe in equal justice. We believe in a fair America. We believe in building something better uh, for this nation because we can. We, the people, have the power to do so in this country. We can build something better. We can create a better and more beautiful country. We can create a system that is fair and equal and that doesn't have the hierarchy of this current system. Stop saying hypocrisy. It's not about hypocrisy. It's about hierarchy. They believe that they are better than you and they act like it. So it's time to take them down a peg, right? Let them know that there's no such thing as an oligarchy or an aristocracy in America. There's just Americans and we have equal justice before the law and equal justice before God. We are all human beings and no matter how teeny you are, no matter how small you are, you have the right to life. And no matter what your religion is, you have the right to your religion. So long as it doesn't harm anyone. So long as you can pray on the field after a football game, God bless. And God bless President Trump for putting those Supreme Court justices on the Supreme Court. We also covered in this show how Myra Flores got her daughter elbowed in the face by a vampire known as Nancy Pelosi. And what can you do? Kick Nancy Pelosi out of power. It's the only language the communist understands. Pure, raw power. Take power from them and prove that we have the power. That's what we do as Americans. A million Americans have switched parties to from Democrat to Republican. And we say thank you. We salute you. Tune in to The Benny Show tomorrow where we'll have all new content for you. <laughs> And it'll be prioritized like this, God, family, country, because that's what we care about on this show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.